Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's Ellen, your host here on the podcast, Inner Light with Ellen. And today I'm bringing you an episode of my other show, The Pause, over on the Transformation Network and Transformation Talk Radio. Um, I'm also going to be interviewed by Dr. Pat, who founded the network um, on Thursday. So you can catch that. If you head over to transformationtalkradio.com, you'll see the network and the page and um, all of the of the upcoming interviews and happenings. And I'm on the, I'm on the slate there this week. Um, but I just wanted to bring the episode I filmed this morning, um, over here to the podcast. So podcast listeners can get a chance to check it out. Uh, the theme today was why does this keep happening? And it's diving in on those things where, you know, in life you realize the same situation, even though the scenario has changed, keeps cropping up. Like, a problematic experience at different workplaces or the same type of conflict in different relationships. And it's that point where you get and you go, hmm, I'm the common denominator here. What do I need to do about it? So listen in and you can hear a bit about how you might approach that if that's something that you're experiencing at this time. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to describe and please leave a review if you liked the show. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Welcome to The Pause with Ellen Wyoming Deloy. Life can be demanding and most of us get caught up in the busy go, go, go. But there is great value in taking a moment to pause and reflect. Constant momentum does not always equate to forward momentum. And I'm here to teach you how to take a strategic pause so that your next step is purposeful and in the direction of your goals. Develop self-awareness and skills that improve your ability to walk through life with intention. This is the path toward a more balanced, fulfilling state of being. Take a beat and then take action. The pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy, starts right now. Hi, good morning. Um, welcome. I almost said welcome to Wednesday, but it's Tuesday. Um, I'm your host, Ellen Wyoming Deloy. You're listening to The Pause. You'll catch me every second and fourth Tuesday on the Transformation Talk, Net Talk Radio, Transportation Network. Um, and today we're talking about why does that keep happening? And uh, it's come it's come up a little bit. So here's like here's the scenario to set the stage for what this is about. Have you ever found yourself in um, a job or a relationship or anything where basically you're having to relate to something besides just yourself, but maybe it's even just yourself and the same thing keeps happening again and again and again, time and time again, even if you don't like it um, or especially if you don't like it. And even if it's a new situation or place or person or job, like the same scenario is repeating itself. Um, this is sometimes why someone will come to me as a coach. And uh, I have actually a, a current situation of this with a client and they came and they said, you know, work great, doing fine. Um, but what I'm noticing is especially in my relationship. And then of course it does go into all areas of their life. Um, he was talking about how he's starting to see that he's the common denominator in a sequence of things that's been happening in his life where early on, and I think this is the case for a lot of people, like early on, you might really think it is the other person like, oh my God, they're just 
uh, so whatever, or this job is so, uh, or the workplace culture is so this. And so obviously it's not right. I shouldn't be here. And sometimes that is the solution, right? Like, okay, this is the thing to end. And like, let's, let's stop it and go somewhere else. But if you get into a point in your life, like my client did, where they show up and they go, I can see that I'm the common denominator now in this certain particular way that I keep having struggles in my relationships. And I really like this person. Here's the thing, guys. I'm not a relationship coach. Okay. And so it was really interesting. But I think that the reason they came to me is because of this holistic perspective I take on life. And that I'm really interested in the energy underneath things. And if you're interested in the energy underneath your patterns and stories, you can apply it to any part of your life, relationship, job, career, relationship with money, um, family, housing, place you live, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can really have a lot of control over what you then create, but you have to get comfortable with getting into the sort of nitty gritty of it, which can be ugly and uncomfortable and squishy, which is why it's good to find someone to work with you with it. And so anyway, he came and he said, you know, I'm the way that I react and respond. I used to think it was my partner's problem and we had a really great relationship. This is his previous partner, but this, that, and the other thing happened and we, we split up and sure, fine. And he could find lots of reasons that it was good to end. He was living in Europe at the time he transferred to a position in the United States and um, they were long distance and it was difficult they wanted to move on. They were in there at the, at that time, you know, early mid thirties and like, that was fine. So they split and went their separate ways, but he's, you know, new relationship, new situation and same little things in the relationship he's noticing. And he goes, ah, you know, and what an insightful human to sit there and go, ah, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm doing something that is continuing to create this thing that I'm experiencing that is unpleasant and I don't enjoy. I wonder what I can do about it. So like already gold star for this client, they realized that they needed help to figure out what the thing was that they needed to unpack. And sometimes you just need someone to help you go on that journey to like pick up the rock and look under it with you because how do you know how to find the rock to look under? Like that's one of the things sometimes, sometimes we're blind to our own sort of like um, current context and situation. And then also like, then can you stomach looking at what's under the rock? I was having a talk once with um, somebody else about just like a meditative practice and the way that I do insight and intuition. And they were like, I really want to have that kind of practice, but I am too afraid of what I would find. I can't do it. And so they actively avoid getting to know themselves more um, because they're afraid of what they'll what they'll look at. And here's the thing, like we already all know in our own selves and our heart of hearts what's there. So saying hello to it can be the most beautiful blessing to letting go of what we don't need to hold on to anymore and to like hold whatever that tension or pain was for the moment. And I know this can be really various to different people's experiences, and I am not a licensed clinical psychologist. I am not going to advocate doing something just like this if you are experiencing, for example, deep clinical depression or PTSD, because often there's a lot of other elements involved around the workings of the inner workings of the brain um, with like neurotransmitters that could use a little bit of support 
in conjunction to getting to the root of the energy of the story. I do think that the energy of the story is a strong pathway to healing and a fast pathway, not like fast, like quick and fast and easy, right? But like um, a, a very strong way to do self-reflection and self-healing work, but I don't want to advocate it for somebody who hasn't done enough of, isn't in a place where they can start stepping in. So I want to be really clear about that. This is coaching and this is you knowing that you're in a place that you're ready to be coached and go into. Okay. This is not like skipping the the medication that's supporting you with, um, with a panic attacks and anxiety, right? It's not the same. Um, but it can help. I think it's very complimentary, but do your work first for where you need to be. So I'm just saying that because I'm realizing like, this is not a total just cure all, even though I hundred percent believe in it for so much. So I think the first thing is for why am I experiencing X, Y, or Z over and over and over again, is we have to get comfortable looking at the terrain that we're in and identifying us as the agent and the actor that is actively creating the conditions around us, right? We may be in a global pandemic, right? We may be in an awkward hybrid work situation. We may be in a lot of things that feel outside of our control, but we do not give ourselves enough credit for the control that we have in our active space and then our ability to control the outcome if we decide to shift something within our own energy and perspective that will have impact on our external conditions. So I'll say that again. We're not aware of how much control we have over the the course of our lives Um, because it can feel like this global pandemic was put on us, and it was in many ways but how much control we still have to maneuver through it in a way that facilitates highest and best outcomes for our external conditions so that we can move forward in a way that works. And it starts with surveying the terrain around you. So what do I mean about that? Now, if you're in a situation, you're going to know what it is that if you look around and go, why do I keep getting into this? What is this and how is this going to stop showing up for me? So I had an example earlier this morning. I'm actually in the middle of doing, um, a tw- I'm on day seven. Um, I'm leading a 21-day uh, reset and reflection challenge for people. So if you're interested in that, um, you can actually still sign up to participate in it. Um, but you have to go to my website, ellenwyomingdeloy.com and subscribe to the newsletter and I can, um, hook you up that way. And, uh, but, but with the challenge, um, we're going through the seven energy center centers, the chakras, and we're using those as the framework for how to do our reset and reflection. And I'm talking about the key characteristics of each chakra from our first through our seventh. And I'm focusing on each chakra, each chakra for, um, uh, three days until, uh, so that there's like reflective practice in there. There's education about what that energy center is about. And you don't have to necessarily believe in chakras and energy centers, but the frameworks that each of them represent for how they impact the archetype of our lives is really helpful. And so one of the patterns I actually called up for myself while I was going through it for, um, one of the, one of the videos was, I continue to find myself with particular people getting very anxious about how I've communicated. And it's really funny because my entire life is about key communication. And um, it's about 
It's about wanting. It's about, I'm getting distracted because I'm supposed to tell my producer if I want a break. And so that's where my brain is suddenly going. So I'm getting lost in my train of thought. Yes, I'll take a break. So I'm going to cue this up really quickly and then we'll take a break. Um, But what I want to do is um, always communicate really well and clearly, which it's funny that that just happened, isn't it? And um, so much of my work is about creating these big facilitated safe spaces for how we um, navigate saying what needs to be said in a way that it can be heard and we can be present to hear what needs to be spoken, right? So that's my facilitation work. And it's so much my one-to-one work as well. It's creating that safe environment for the person who is receiving space to communicate what they're working through, um, how to survey their own terrain. And so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to walk you through how to start to look around for the patterns that are underlying some of your challenges and how to start to say hello to them in a way. And I'll use my example around getting caught up in a communication loop to help you get there. Welcome back, everybody. I was doing a little dance for the intro or the promo music. Um, If you're just joining in, I'm Ellen. You're listening to The Pause with Ellen Wyoming Deloy, where we take a beat and then we take action. I'm live second and fourth Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. And today we're talking about why does this keep happening? And it's about unpacking the pattern in our life that's creating an unfavorable situation from happening over and over and over again. So I was uh, diving in to start talking about how we can survey the terrain of our current life situation to try to find where the source of the, um, you know, the not so desirable thing is happening. Say you're in a job where you're underappreciated and you've been in, you left your last company because you were in a position where you were underappreciated and undervalued despite what you brought to the table. And when you left, you got this new position. It sounded great, looked very shiny, had a pay increase. And lo and behold, the same thing is happening again, right? So it's that kind of thing. When you start to realize that you might be central to something that's going on around you and you're not sure what it is that you're doing that keeps creating the same thing that you're just not into anymore. And I was starting to use this example about my ability. Like there's certain types of people that I'll communicate with that then I then get very anxious about like what I've said or how it's landed or if it was heard right and, and how to unpack that. And I just... I just recently was able to unpack that because of a course I'm in the middle of teaching. And um, I thought it would be a good example for today's show. So for me, there's um, it's different kinds of people in my life that I will occasionally interact with where I suddenly am extremely self-conscious about what I just said, how I just said it. And, you know, did they know that I had that context in mind and I already understood this? And are they overanalyzing me the way I'm overanalyzing this right now? And I'm getting myself into a bit of a worried spin cycle of like, honestly, do they like me? Do they approve of me? Am I okay? Right. And so that's not like a, like a, a, like a, a job I've landed in that I'm uncomfortable with, but that's like a situation that's a pattern in my life that I butt up against every now and then. So we can use it for the same thing. And so I, over the weekend, I found myself spinning in this a little bit and I was like, okay, this is just an energy that I'm creating. 
I owned it first. I'm the agent of creating that energy. And because I'm holding on to it, I'm also pulling in energy that supports it, right? It's kind of like when you see a car with a dent and it bothers you, all you see after that is cars with dents or dents on your own car and it just bothers you. But like a week ago, you never even thought about it, right? That's what I mean, like that attention calling quality to all the other bad things around it that could possibly exist. And so I didn't want to go down that path because my job is so much about clear communication, creating good spaces for communication, getting in touch with our own inner communication so we can move past blocks. I was like, if I don't practice what I preach, we're never going to get anywhere. And so I stopped in that moment and I said to myself, okay, I'm spinning in this thing of a pattern that I don't like because it does happen once in a while with a certain kind of energy in a person when I meet them. And I'm feeling unseen and unheard clearly and then anxious about what I said because I don't think I was seen the right right way or something, right? This is very insecure and it's very insecure. And I sat there and I was like, okay, where is this coming from? And I'm starting to punish myself for not being perfect in how I communicated. And I was like, where's this punishment coming from? Why have I learned to punish myself for not being perfect in my communication? Right. And believe me, I've asked this question a number of times in a lot of different arenas of my life. And I'm slowly sort of peeling the onion layers of faulty programming off of my system so I can show up more in honoring myself and in my truth and in my voice. And it's why I'm able to do what I do now. And it's why I'm able to help people now in the way that I do. But I'm also still actively working on it myself. Um, I just think it's important to keep doing that. And I have coaches too who support me to kind of continue to refine and practice how I get into myself. And I love that. I love the reciprocity of it when it happens and I find a good person to work with, just like I hope people appreciate me when I get to work with them. And so what I did was over the weekend, I kind of was like, all right, the terrain of this is actually not about the interaction with me and this person, which would be easy to get locked into, right? Because that's the obvious external condition. It's the trigger that created the situation for that moment. I could put all my blame on me for having been unclear. And here's the thing, that person never did or said anything. Like I was just imagining stuff all of a sudden that was maybe completely not real. And I had to go back and was like, okay, I'm punishing myself and I'm feeling guilty and I'm feeling shame. Hmm. Interesting. And that's the pause. That's starting to find the space so that you can see what you're experiencing so that you can go and understand the layer underneath it, as opposed to getting stuck in the story of what happened at, um, on the phone call that day or whatever it was. Right. And so I was like looking for punishment and shame around how I communicate. And there could be a lot of examples for like where I may have experienced this. But for me, I know that there are stuff that comes kind of deeper rooted into like early life stuff, like expression of self. And then um, I was uh, like, we don't have to get super into it, but like there are certain words that I started to associate with me having an opinion, me exerting my voice, me being in charge of myself that really um, did not jive well with some people in my early life that started to frame a pattern for me. Okay. And so when I followed the punishment and the shame for expressing myself and kind of having my own exuberant bubbly thought, cause I had been happy in the moment about the thing I was talking about, I was like, Oh, okay. I'm punishing myself because someone punished me a long time ago for expressing myself in a way that was just, 
innocent and cavalier and candid and actually not harmful to anyone, but it harmed the other person because they didn't give themselves permission to do what I was doing. And so they weren't mad at what I said. They were mad at my ability to express myself freely in my early life. And that's where the punishment came from. And at that point I was very, you know, we're, we're, we're very influenceable when we're young, we're programmable when we're young. And those are the patterns that we adopt for our long-term lives. But when I could go back and say hello to the origin story of the moment, I could go and look at the energy underneath it. And I could sort of see, and what I'm imagining now is like one of those big medieval castle gates when the locks turn and all of those iron workings kind of come in together and clink. I can see the moment where the clink happened and like, I've been working to break open those chains for a long time in my own patterning. And, and you'll do this over and over again if you get into this practice of like following where the feeling is coming from rather than getting locked in the story. And that's how you survey your terrain. That's how you actually start to pick up what's underneath the rock. It's not about the rock. It's about what's underneath the rock, right? And so for me, it was going back to that moment and reconnecting with that young person in myself. This requires the ability to do some visualization and accepting that you can heal yourself and how the power of words and affirmations really do help. And for me to get over feeling sticky and messy over the weekend, over this conversation that was probably non like inconclusive for the other person, it was just all in my head and I was stuck in it, it was just going, you're okay. You're allowed to have an opinion. You're allowed to be exuberant in how you talk about things. You're allowed to be yourself. It's okay to be enthusiastic about what you're passionate about, right? And I'm not responsible for how the other person handles that. I'm not attacking anyone. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I'm not even, I wasn't even in judgment for anything, right? And it's like that that release of knowing I have permission to be myself is so helpful. And it helped me get to the origin of the story rather than getting stuck in the thing that happened that allowed me to finally shift my energy to something else and go, you know, maybe I helped de-layer a little bit further right then so that I don't end up spinning in that kind of situation again. And so that was a very acute scenario for like a one-to-one reaction and then really was about a, a, a pattern within myself that I was recognizing. And for you, it might be different. It might be a work situation and you might realize maybe that there is judgment involved and you're starting to judge the situation outside of you and the people around you and everyone else is the bad guy and you're the person. But then I would look at in that scenario, where is the rock where the judgment is hiding under more deeply? And I would start to pull that up and I would go follow it, right? Because Our external conditions, some of you may have heard this before, are really a reflection of our inner lives and what we've created in our manifestations, right? So this, my belief really is, is that I'm just living out the current moment of whatever I have intentionally chosen in my million and one intentional choices and my billion and one unintentional choices in the present moment. I'm just living out all of my decisions. And sometimes my decisions are my reactions to things that happen to me, right? The pandemic totally happened 
to me, but I chose to respond in these ways so that things could keep working as opposed to these ways to where I might've been stuck still in energy from 2019 that wasn't helping me anymore. Right. And, um, I just am so fervent in that belief about how we create what's in front of us. And so if you're willing to at least play with that and then go look at the rock and go, I'm judging everyone really hard and they're all stupid and my workplace is dumb and this culture sucks. Being willing to step into finding some of those origin stories for where those judgment patterns were created can be super helpful also super hard. And I'm not saying to blame yourself or judge yourself, but to get the space and go, where was I programmed to learn to judge in the way that I do? And if I flip the mirror, how do I judge myself? And then to avoid judging myself and feeling punished for how I was judged and taught to judge, I in turn now judge others, right? And that can be the beginning of uncovering the origin of the pattern for why am I here right now? And why is it like this? And what you really want to do before you quit your job, blow up your marriage, break up with your partner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What you really, really want to do is you want to do this self-work first, because if you don't unplug from it at its energetic source, it will find a way to show up for you again at some point down the road. It'll be a story you keep having to live until you clear the unresolved energy of it, right? Because all of those energies are pulling us out of our true self, our honoring of ourself. And we need, and we need, I want, I want us to be honoring ourselves and being in our truth. And that can take a while because there's a lot of layers of stuff that gets on top of it. And it shows up through the discomfort of what we experience in our day-to-day. And every opportunity is an opportunity to say, hello, what's not working? Pick up the rock, look underneath it and say hello. All right, so we're coming in at the end of our show today. We've got just a minute left. If you're interested in this, you wanna jump in on the 21-day reset challenge, which is a 21-day thing of reflective process and um, insight through the chakras, go to my website, ellenwyomingdeloy.com. Click the book now button and what it'll do, it'll take you to a menu of options and you can sign up. It's $40, but you can sign up for the course and I'll start sending you the videos. There are 21 videos. There's one for each day and you just get to dive in and do the work. So I really encourage you to do that and sign up for my newsletter too. While you are there, you can scroll to the bottom of the website and you'll sign up for the newsletter. Okay. Thanks so much, everybody for tuning into the pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy. I'll be back again on the second Tuesday in August, 9 a.m. Pacific. Thanks for being here on the pause. Whenever you are listening and wherever you're listening from, we hope this time gives you some space from your day to reflect and gain some insight into where you're going and how you can make your next steps count. If you're really looking to jump into your personal growth journey, schedule a free consultation with me and learn how my coaching can help you to start taking meaningful action in your life today. Visit my site, ellenwyomingdeloy.com. See you next time.